Welcome to the Managing the Smart Mind podcast with your host, Coach Kramer. This is episode nine, why celebrating is essential for your mental health. Hey, smart human. I am recording this podcast on King's Day, which is when the entirety of Holland has a fun day <laughs> to party. Um, the country turns into this giant car boot sale. Lots of people get very drunk and then at the end of the day eat kebab to run it all off. It's what we do to celebrate our king. Now, enough said about that. Um, I think it's a perfect time for a podcast on celebrating and why it matters. And I, first of all, have a confession to make. I am incredibly bad at celebrating. When I achieve something, whether it's big or small, my brain, if I don't manage it well, immediately moves on to the next thing, the next hurdle, the next puzzle, the next challenge, whatever it is. My brain doesn't even consider pausing. And that sadly isn't all it does. It also manages to turn most achievements into something that doesn't really count, isn't really a big thing. Created a podcast episode that got lots of downloads? Ah, probably a fluke. Got invited to speak at an important event? I guess I got lucky. Or even more fun, I'll decide that this success or achievement that I only a week ago have would have considered massive isn't really meaningful at all. Because let's face it, was it really that hard? So not only do I actively ignore my achievements, I also tend to downplay them. And many smart humans like you and me do the same. And we may even consider it distasteful when other people do celebrate their success. Or silly, because viewed from the total perspective vortex, aren't our personal achievements completely negligible? Well, yes and no. As always, context is everything. Yes, viewed in the entirety of space-time, you getting up to go on a morning run may not even be a blip. But viewed from your perspective and those around you, it could be massive. And even if it's not massive, but small, it matters. So why do our brains have a bias towards ignoring what we got done, let alone celebrating it? Well, here are a couple of reasons. First off, there is the omnipresent bias towards the negative the constant scanning for dangerous pattern interrupts that we inherited from our ancestors who had to worry about wild beasts and so on. Check. But in addition to that, there are influences like patriarchal or cultural programming, maybe traumatic experiences, maybe impatience, restlessness. Hey, my fellow ADHD brains, I see you. <laughs> Maybe there's perfectionism involved, compare and despair, and there can be many, many more. All of these I'm going to cover in a later 
in later podcast episodes. But suffice to say for now that whatever the reason you're not celebrating success, valid as it may be, it is essential that you start doing it. Because it is a very, very bad habit. I'm serious. I'd say it's almost as bad as not brushing your teeth on a regular basis. <laughs> I hope I don't need to add that. Why? Because it is one of the worst ways in which you can sabotage yourself. If you don't celebrate success, you don't build something which is essential, essential to living a fulfilling, expanding life. Confidence. If you don't celebrate success, you don't prime your brain to see the positive in your life and, if left unchecked, this will make you miserable. If you don't celebrate success, you will perpetuate the feeling that you're never doing enough, never achieving enough. You'll feel like you never are enough. You will never learn to confidently rest in being an amazing, badass human being. You will never learn to luxuriate in the crazy shit you're already doing whilst on this planet. It's exhausting. It's no fun. And it's painful. Think about children, how we cheer them on when they're learning something new, like walking. We cheer them on and we also applaud every attempt they make. I'm going to say that again because I really want it to sink in. We cheer them on and applaud every attempt they make. We celebrate not just what they succeed at. We celebrate that they're trying. Wow. I mean, now think about how you treat yourself on a daily basis. Are you cheering yourself on? Do you celebrate everything, including the fact that you're trying shit? I'm guessing you aren't. And that's one of the reasons doing things feels crap and exhausting and a never-ending form of torture devised by Greek gods. So in order to have a more fun and fulfilling life, you have to start celebrating. And I know, your brain may bristle at this. You may think, I'm not a one-year-old learning to walk. This is insane. I can't be that kind of cheerleader for myself. The whole idea is ridiculous. But isn't it just as ridiculous as what you're doing right now? Finding all the ways in which you're falling short? Chastising yourself for not being perfect? Not doing it fast enough? For not being where you want to be already? Exactly. You're just being an arsehole to yourself. Why not be nice instead? You don't have to bring pom-poms or be loud. You can actually be quiet and kind. Instead of shouting, wow, that's amazing, look at you go! Which may be hard for your brain, personality, cultural background. You can find something that does ring true to you. That is something you could possibly utter. Something like, I love that you were willing to try that. You do not need to channel Tony Robbins. You need to channel your own most loving, kindest self. And then start celebrating from that place. Which brings me to my second point about celebrating. This also took me a while to figure out. I thought celebrating meant throwing a party, being with lots of people, drinking alcohol, etc. 
My definition was, let's say, rather limited, which meant that I, with my autistic brain and utter dislike of crowds, felt zero attraction to the whole concept of celebration. It just seemed a big ploy to sell more champagne, amongst other things. But again, you get to celebrate in a way that works for you. You don't need to go to Michelin star restaurants, although you totally could. Other people do not need to be involved. Balloons need not be inflated. <laughs> I have so many thoughts about balloons, but that's a different story. Your celebration could just be you at your desk, smiling as you take yet another step towards friendly world domination. Again, this is where we need to let go of so much cultural conditioning. A celebration isn't a reward. It doesn't need to be loud. It's just you marking the fact that you have done something you're proud of and owning that. Another day without alcohol, writing an article, setting a boundary. If you start celebrating everything, including the small stuff, your confidence will grow like crazy. You will start focusing on what you can do, and that will have a dramatic impact not just on how you feel right now, but also on your future. I want you to really try this. After listening to this podcast, take five minutes to write down at least 10 things you want to celebrate about the past week. Here are some of mine to get you going. Asking for advice. Going on my 138th consecutive daily walk. By the way, I do think that's massive. <laughs> Massively impressive and consistent. Getting more podcast downloads than ever before. Do my taxes. Reading on the sofa with my daughter for over an hour. Advocating for my mum in her nursing home. Getting hired by a big consultancy firm. Thinking of a new concept to teach my clients. Doing the dishes in my office every single day. Taking time out to draw and play with paint. Does it come natural to me to celebrate all that? Hell no. <laughs> I have to constantly remind myself. But when I do, I feel so much better about myself, about the work I do in the world, the way I spend my time. So start celebrating your way. Become your own cheerleader in your own unique style. And seriously, get a coach. I can help you make this shift so much faster than you can on your own. You can reach out to me via my website, coachcramer.org, or send me a message on LinkedIn to learn how we can work together. That's it for this week. Enjoy King's Day if you're celebrating, and if you're not, find something even better to celebrate. If there's a specific topic you'd love to see covered on this podcast or someone you'd love to see interviewed, please let me know on podcast at elsacramer.com. And if you liked this episode, I'd love for you to leave a review so more people can find the podcast and learn to manage their smart mind. Have an amazing week. Bye.
smart human, probably listening to this podcast because you want to learn how to manage that smart mind of yours. And the first step is actually getting your bearings, doing a little brain audit. And I have the perfect tool for that, the Mapping Your Unique Brain Workbook. And you can actually download it for free at www.coachkramer.org slash brain map. So that's coachkramer.org slash brain map. Go check it out and play with it and take your first step to managing your smart mind. Mm-hmm.